Okay, people, book club. A is for Alibi by Sue Grafton. That's this week's book club or this month's book club, March. Although, yeah, we're last day of March. So A is for Alibi. Sue Grafton, Kirsten and Kathy and I read the book. We discuss. It's a short discussion. Uh, Not a whole lot to say about the book. It was fine. Enjoyable read. You'll see. Listen to the episode. And you'll get our thoughts and feelings on AS for Alibi. And then after that, we finally have the talk about the Girl Scout meeting that I wanted to talk about forever. So women's health badge that we worked on. And it was such an amazing experience with these young ladies that I really wanted to share it on this podcast for maybe other Girl Scout troop leaders, but also for parents of young women. Um, because we did so many, I think, positive things, not to toot my own horn, sounds very much like I'm bragging, but I'm just super proud of how we approached uh, talking to these teenagers about health and women's health specifically. So I've been dying to have this discussion with these ladies and finally we just did it. So it's a double whammy episode. It's book club and Girl Scouts a little bit, but really not Girl Scouts. It's really about women's health and teaching these teenagers about women's health. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. I love uh, when Kathy and Kirsten are on. It's just always such an easy, fun, relaxed conversation. So next book club is a historical fiction called The Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. This was won the 2020 Pulitzer Prize. And I am looking forward to reading it. It's a short read. The audiobook says it's six hours. So if you want to read along with us, Please do, the Nickel Boys. Um, I'm looking forward to that too and looking forward to hearing what the ladies have to say about it and looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. And thank you for all your emails. Thank you for your book club suggestions. We go through some of those today. I think we're kind of coming to the end of the line for our genre-focused book clubs and we're just going to kind of go back into book clubbing really soon. So keep those suggestions coming. I do save them in a folder and we discuss a couple of them today. So Um, And thank you for all the positive comments. You know, my favorite comments are when someone uh, emails me and says, I love your podcast because I feel like I'm in the room with you and that your friends are my friends. That was my whole mission statement when I started this podcast. That's exactly what I wanted. So that makes me so happy when I hear someone say that. I have great friends and I do think we have good conversations and I'm glad that you're entertained or you learn something or, and that you keep coming back. So thank you very much. I really enjoy my podcast. So thank you for being so supportive. Um, anyway, enjoy this month's book club slash Girl Scout Women's Health Badge talk with Kathy and Kirsten. I rode my bicycle past your window last night I roller skated to your door at daylight It almost seems like you're avoiding me I'm okay alone, but you got something I need Well, I got a brand new pair of roller skates You got a brand new key I think that we should get together and try them 
clear something up really quick that has nothing to do with you. Sound good, Halston? Okay. <laughs> so Bert posted this post on Instagram yesterday about him being at the Greek. And Mark Norman, who is another comic, calls me a whore. And then he calls me a skank. And I think it is so freaking funny because it is ridiculous. But apparently people are really mad about it. (laughs) And I just want to say, I think it's hysterical because of the two words I would never use to describe me are whore or skank. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, ridiculous. Nor would anyone else really. No one would even nor Mark would Norman. Anyone no. ever. Right. Ever. Mark Norman is a friend. <laughs> I adore him. I think he's hysterical. And they actually called me and asked me if they could do that before they even recorded it. And when he told me the concept, I was like, that is fucking hysterical. It's funny because mm-hmm. it's not true. Like, that's what makes it. Yeah, funny, exactly. That it, exactly. It's so yeah. Like, People, and it's- so Bert, like, posted the text message that I sent him saying that's fucking hysterical and only mark norman could call me that he's the only person allowed whatever but um just so everybody knows <laughs> that was that was that was vetted before it was ever recorded and yes i said yes because i thought it was really funny because in all honesty i think we have to have a sense of humor about ourselves to be happy as a person <laughs> you have to have a little sense of humor or even just a sense of humor cuz it's not even really about you no, it's not at it's all. It's the right? stupidest. So. Call. It's not about me at all. And it was. I mean, You're when the they venue told for me, the joke. Like, exactly. Yeah. They're trying to sell tickets to yeah. a show that they're both at. I'm all for that. Call me a skank all day long. <laughs> we actually skank. might make a T-shirt that says Leanne is a skank. <laughs> How great is that? I think I'd wear it myself. I, I when Bert said, "Let's make a T-shirt that says Leanne is a skank," I went online. And I was like, "Let's make the tank tops." They have was, like the fringe. Just say, oh no, I was not going to go fringe. to the fringe, but I was like, it's got to be the tank top. Yeah, yeah, got to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the men's version, <laughs> yeah. muscle shirt, yeah. muscle shirt for men, tank top with the fringe around the waist for women. And I said that back to Bernie, and he was like, "Fucking brilliant! Please make that t-shirt." So that's funny. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, yeah. I would wear a Leanne as a skank. <laughs> skank is such a good word. It's so ridiculous. I know it's such a funny word. It just makes me every time I hear skank, I think skunk. And a skunk <laughs> is a funny. It's just funny. It's a funny. It's funny. What it's was the last word. time you word used the word skank like in in just general in conversation? Talk? Yeah, never. I don't Not never, but I don't think I've ever used it. I think I've like. Oh, I used it for sure in high school. Oh. I, yeah, but like high school. Yeah, yeah. College, <laughs> high school, Maybe, middle school. Yeah. Like, I don't so, know. It's been a long time since anyone's used that word. Well, I think Mark came up with that word all on his own. So what does that say about Mark Norman? (laughs) The word he used for me was skank, which we have now determined is a high school word. Good call, Mark. (laughs) Good call. Up in your sophistication. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that was really funny. I thought it was really fun. And I would love a Leanna's a skank (laughs) t-shirt. So so stay tuned, right? (laughs) Would you wear a Leanna's a skank t-shirt? Sure. Yeah, right? Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> book club. Oh, that's funny. I want to talk to you guys about not book club, but we're all too busy. <laughs> we're so busy that I can only get you once a month. <laughs> so, I mean, do we schedule two back-to-back recordings so we can talk about something other than a book? Or we just do what we've done in the past, read a really shitty book and be like, have nothing <laughs> to talk about and move on, right? We could do that, that's but true. I'm unfulfilled. I'm unfulfilled because we still have to talk about that Girl Scout meeting that was so amazing. 
And I think that deserves I, its own conversation. I feel like at this point, the buildup to that group <laughs> meeting, people yeah. are going to expect that like something extremely dramatic happened. And now it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's it? That's it? Yeah. No, I think it's pretty good still. I do. I think it's pretty good. I think the three of us can make it really good. Okay. But listeners, like... Tone down your expectations. <laughs> Speaking of Girl Scouts, I have my dad and my Aunt Carol have oh, been background. Yeah. So, so it cost six dollars and twenty-five cents. Um, I said I would reimburse them and they said no worries. <laughs> but my cousin Stephanie has gotten wind. Oh God. And so I, I we have an Alabama troop now. <laughs> and we might have an Alabama troop. So do they want to do badge work? All like, right. <laughs> she she might be up for teaching crochet. She also awesome. has a ton of arts and crafts. She's up to teaching. And my Aunt Carol now teaches a class, I guess, locally somewhere on natural dyes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So she oh have to God. stay in What? I know, right? So no water activity. We're only doing arts and crafts. <laughs> Is she willing to run these workshops for the adults? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm supposed to call her after this and talk about a natural dye lesson that she may be doing. That's awesome. All my sewing friends are into natural dyeing. Are they? Yeah. I'm like the only one who hasn't. Yeah. I was like, uh, your hair? Natural dye your hair? What are you talking about? I know it's fabric, but um, yeah. So I think, I think. Maybe I may have to register the entire city of Bowden, Georgia <laughs> as volunteers. So I said to Stephanie, if you're going to come down, I have to do a background check. I have to register you with Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my dad's wife, I think I'm just going to go ahead and register her anyway. She's not. She has. She is cooking at a um, Sunday school camp that week. So she's pretty sure she won't come down. But I was like, let's just get you just registered. For $6. For $6. I think we can swing it. Yeah. <laughs> that portion is uh, done. I still have not heard back from our application. I was wondering about that. I haven't heard. So it's on my list today. Uh, I may actually, I had a good conversation with a woman. Not that anybody here wants to hear this. We're having a Girl Scout meeting, a leader meeting now <laughs> yes. on the mic. Next, we're going to talk about badge work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so thrilling. Um but um, I could never get them registered on my own. I had to have a woman do it for me, like behind the scenes. And I have a good rapport with her. So I think I'm going to call her and, and ask her That's where's smart. our application. And um, what else can we talk about for Girl Scouts? Um, <laughs> anyway, my four older Girl Scouts had a dinner party. They got their dinner party badge. And I gave them all their cords for graduating. They were so excited. It was adorable. I gave them all their green and white Girl yeah. Scout cords and they were just beyond themselves. It was really cool. It is very cool. It was very cool. We have a lot of dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe starting right here. Maybe starting right here. Good top point. Down. Good point. Top <laughs> right, down. Top down. Trick. Exactly. I don't know. I love this whole thing as much as it is annoying and aggravating and some of the shit we have to deal with behind the scenes really sucks. And it's hard. And I mean... It's really fulfilling. Do you feel the same? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously we're still here 11 years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I can't um, believe it. I know the lady that was helping me. Um, I said, you know, my, my aunt was a Girl Scout leader when her kids were young and now I'm registering her. And she was like, that's so great. It's so nice to hear people so dedicated. And I went, well, I've been doing it 10 years. And she goes, you have? I said, yes, my co-leader and I have been 
10 years. And I think our other leader's like eight now. Yeah. Um, she was like, that's like unheard of. That's amazing. I was like, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> we had no idea. We, had no, <laughs> I, we did have an idea. No. Yes, we did. I did not think that we would go from kindergarten through like graduating high school. Oh, did, I did. Oh, I did not. Oh, I totally did. No, nope. I 100% did not. I did. I thought. Not back then. No. No. Not when we Yeah, started. in my mind, Girl Scouts was like an elementary school thing. And I knew that it would be me beyond that. But if we made it through middle, like once we got to middle school, I was like, oh, okay, this is it. We're in for the long haul. But before that, no way. That's so funny I because I did. That. I thought, I thought that what we created was important to the girls and that they would stick around. Some of them, not all of them. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think I didn't have that sense until like a few years in, though. Um, Agreed. Yeah. yeah, In the beginning, it was just like doing crafts with little kids after school, like eating a snack and doing crafts. Uh, Getting them across the street without dying. uh, Literally. Like, really? Like, there were certain benchmarks we had to make. Yeah, the walk (laughs) just across the street took so long. And the snacks and the cleaning up of snacks and whatever. It was like, that's what took up most of the meetings. So I didn't have any concept. I wasn't like thinking, oh, I'm out of here in a couple of years. It wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, okay, this is just something that little kids are doing. And that's funny. Maybe I didn't think about it as a long haul per se, yeah. but I never thought about it like this is has an end, like a shelf life. This will run through a certain. Yeah, I agreed. I didn't really sure, think sure. that either. Yeah. But I also didn't think that it would go on forever. Ish. Ish. <laughs> well, by the time we're done, we'll be like 14 years. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Not awful, but awful. Yeah. But anyway. We didn't think that part through. <laughs> no, we didn't think we needed to think that far. <laughs> Good old Sandy. Yep. Um, anyway, Sorry. book club. Book club. Um, a is for alibi. What'd you think? <laughs> Did uh, you reread it? I I re-listened to, to it, and that is a totally different experience. So I read it initially. And this was a couple of years ago now, I guess, because, yeah, because I finished it up. Um, I was in the last the end of the alphabet at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. Um, so, yes, I did listen to it this time. An entirely different experience, which I do not recommend. Interesting. Yeah, I listened to it um, because I just didn't have time. I sat down and I did read some of it. I tried to. Uh, this is what I do with an audiobook. I tried to read the first couple chapters myself so that I get the, I can't keep people straight if I start. I can't keep character uh-huh. straight if I just start an audiobook and stay there. So like that was true with Wuthering Heights. It was true. Like Wuthering Heights, I started the audiobook like four times. And then I went, you know what? I want to read this book. So I'm going to sit down and read it. And I got like four chapters in, got too busy, went back to the audiobook, and I could keep everybody straight. So I thought maybe that's just how my brain works. I need to start a book and then I can finish it with audio. So that's what I did with this book. But I didn't like either one. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading the book going, okay, okay. It wasn't for me. But um, the audio book definitely didn't help. (laughs) The audio book did not help. No. 100%. It was the audio book. Well, first of all, I looked it up and I think the audiobook was recorded in like 1992 or 1993. 
completely different style from how audiobooks oh, totally. are recorded now. So it was very, huh. I would have guessed that it was more like 1982 uh-huh. because well, that's it, when the book was published. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was very, like, very formal. And Kinsey is not a formal character. No. In fact, like, in, you know, in the series, like, she literally has one dress that she trots out anytime she needs a dress um, occasion. But, I mean, she's, like, she's not a formal character. And the voice was such a, like, proper, This her speech was so proper and the way that it was recorded was I don't know it was just very very formal and it just completely it was not at all I didn't think it was formal I thought it was like this dark alley Sunday 1982 Kinsey walks across (laughs) and then she does this and sees that because she's a detective did we listen to the same version (laughs) it was a woman and she was definitely older sounding than Kinsey like the Kinsey I made up in my head uh-huh. was more casual than the woman that read. But it I felt like I was listening to Orson Welles in a woman's body. Like reading, it felt like yeah, it, detective story night, you know? I, I was like, wow. I think okay. we listened to a different audio version. Maybe. Because mine was not like that at all, but it was definitely formal and out of date and Yeah, not, mine too. Yeah. But but still I kept because I started the book. I am better able to separate that. Yeah, yeah. And I still was like, I don't know. I, it didn't it didn't do it for yeah. me. I kept going, oh, this is a little too contrived or this is a little too easy. This one's a little too hard. Now you're just trying to throw me off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand what's happening here. Um, I don't know that I kept doing that with the story. Yeah. I tried to separate the voice and the, you know, the detective voice from what was happening and keep Kinsey in my brain the way I started her, which was like lighter and younger and like tomboyish sloppy. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw her as very tomboyish sloppy. And the lady who read it sounded to me like she was wearing like a pantsuit. And I was like, yes. I don't think she's supposed to be wearing a pantsuit. Yes, with a full face of makeup. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> lipstick exactly. Done. That's what it sounded yeah. like. Sybil Shepherd was playing <laughs> Kinsey, you know, at, from Moonlighting, where she was like that, and then not. But that's not yeah. what I started in my imagination. So okay, I'm dying to hear what Kathy thinks Me because too. I have a lot of feelings based on first reading versus reading it yeah, years yeah. later and like having read the entire series. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of feelings. (laughs) Well, I did not listen to the audiobook. I actually powered through this book in a day because I may or may not have forgotten that we were doing this today. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was actually reading several other books and I was like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then all of a sudden it was Tuesday. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. So we've all done it at this point. Literally sat down and read the book from start to finish on Tuesday. Wow. Um, that's so impressive. clearly it's not a hard book to read. No. It's very easy. I may have, I don't know, like there were parts of it at the end where I was like, okay, this is just like, I may have gone too fast, but parts of it were annoying me. Um, but I didn't mind it. Like it was exactly what I anticipated. It was a, like a pretty easy detective read, mm-hmm. like all of the other detective reads, like relatively mindless. It wasn't super... Um, I wasn't surprised by anything. Like I almost felt like they gave too much away. 
like you knew exactly who was going to be at the end. I was like, I wish you wouldn't have done that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't have any bad reaction to it. So, well, let me rephrase what I said then. Let me <clears throat> restate it. I actually enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it kind of the same way. It's like a beach read. Oh, yeah, totally. no, absolutely. No, They're all beach reads. Yes. Nothing, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't thought provoking. Right. It was very predictable to me because I knew who did it. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's this guy. Yeah. Yes. Totally so, this guy. Yeah. yeah. My feedback on that is that they get better as they go <laughs> on in terms right. of because, I mean, it was like, seriously? And also she's getting involved with a potential yeah. suspect? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. That doesn't happen again. That was like, that was a rookie. <laughs> that was her first out of the gate. Yeah. First out of the gate. Exactly. First out of the gate. So, yeah, rereading it or re- listening to it, I was like, oh, well, this isn't, this book doesn't represent what I love about the series. This is the sort of book, this is also the way my brain works. I am, and this is why I was like, please don't set your expectations too high for our big Girl Scout talk because it's not that great. Like, um, I'm so affected by expectations. If you tell me this is an Academy Award a winning oh, yeah, movie, okay. I-, I loved it. Oh my God, it changed my life. I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, I do not want to watch this movie now because yeah. I'm set up for like, yeah. if it's not the best thing I've ever seen in my life, I'm going to feel disappointed. How can I not? When right. you're like, it changed my life and it won all the awards. And then I'm going to feel stupid for not getting why it won the awards or I'm going to feel crotchety for or like contrarian mm-hmm. for like, you know, not liking what my friend likes or whatever. And then the opposite sometimes happens where you're like, you hear this movie's crap, but you're in a hotel room. It's the only thing playing. And you're like, oh, that was fun. You know, <laughs> yep. so yes. that being said, I got this book from a little free library while I was visiting my parents several summers ago and um, was like, oh, how retro. And it was it, I think it was an original like it oh, was wow. it was very it was a very retro copy. Um, and so I was just like, oh, how fun. I like murder mysteries. I'm going to read this. So all of that is to say I was very pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. when I read it. I was set up for like, OK, I didn't pay anything for the book. Yeah. I've never heard anything of it other than it was like, you know, Sue Grafton, like in the same way that you see like a um, Danielle Steele, right. James, James Patterson, Patterson. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and you're same. like, oh, God, how can he be good when there's. Well, I feel the same books. way because I read pretty much all of those books like years ago and I loved them. But like going back now, I'd be like, yeah, it's the same. It's almost the exact same thing right. where like it's fun. You like the the detective, the character, the yeah. cop, the whatever. And that's it. Yes. Like there's nothing super amazing about it, but like it's a fun read. But the thing and is, so it's the first time that I ever read the entire series. So all 25 mm-hmm. of the books And it was so satisfying because it's the same for the most part, the same characters. There are other characters sprinkled in, like not the not the um, the case. The case is different each time. So all of those, you know, antagonists and the people that she's interviewing are different. But Henry, her landlord, is in Uh it and it develops their relationship. And um, they're just, you know, some minor characters like um, Vera who pops up. I don't even think I think she's mentioned by name, but I don't even think they have a conversation in this one, but Vera pops up again and again. And you just start to get to know the characters and really like them in the way that is very much like the experience of um, watching a beloved TV show when you're Mm -hmm. just like, it doesn't really matter what the plot is of this one. I'm just going to watch it because I want to spend time with these people. And that's, that's what the experience was. It's like an unchallenging, exactly like watching a TV show. It's an unchallenging thing. I get to just sit back, relax, turn off my brain, 
and this is going to be fun and hang out with people that I like, characters that I like. Um, so all of that is to say, going back to reread it or re-listen to, I was like, oh, this was not her best work. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. This was not her best work. Well, I enjoyed listening. You know, yeah. I listened to it most of the time, like while doing laundry or driving. And I never dropped out of it. So I never yeah. like stopped listening. I never became disengaged. And there's so many books on audiobook where I do, where all of a sudden I go, oh, hold on. I have no idea what's happening. Now I got to <laughs> yeah. go back and start over. And that never happened. So it is an engaging story. Um, but yeah, I kept going, well, here's what's going to happen. And then that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's. The one thing that I actually had to go back. The only reason I know it was published in 82 is because I was like, wait, I don't understand. This book is feels very dated for a minute <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think they were talking about like not having cell phones. And I was like, wait, when the hell did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, pay phone so it took, yeah, there was something like, I think it was something about the phones. I was like, whoa, wait a second. So like, clearly she's written a million books since then. And I don't know. I felt like it was dated a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, but I kind of like the datedness because yeah, now it's, I think it's why a lot of movies are set like as a period piece now, because so many things would be just solved by Googling it, you know? Uh, <laughs> let me you Google just whip out your phone. over. That's yeah. so funny. Let me just make, let me just call the police. Like, you know, and um, so it is, there's a lot right. more tension built when you do not have a cell phone. On right. Your, when you we don't know when you're going to get a random like yeah. lady running the hotel. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was kind of refreshing yeah. that part. Yes. To go back in time a little bit and be not here where we are. I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with where we are, but, um, kids these days have no idea what it would take to do certain things. Whereas now it is right in the palm of your hand. Um, yeah. And how your business was like everybody's business, because if a guy called the house, like everybody knew, like everybody, yeah. it's like the phone rings and everybody's ears perk up. Like, is it for me? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right? So-and-so calling for so-and-so. Yeah. What's that about? You're right. right. Yeah. Well, it was just me at home, but I could, I could visualize that. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Everybody going like, who's that for? Um, it was still fun. I, I had fun reading it. It was fun read. Um, I liked Kinsey. I could follow her for a couple more books. I don't know yeah. if I could do 20 something. But yeah, it's a lot. And there was one real dud. I can't remember if it was <laughs> H is for homicide was it or letter K is for killer. <laughs> it was one that sounded interesting. It was H is, it was either H is for homicide or K is for killer, which sounds like, ooh, it sounds a little bit more interesting. It was not. It was about one of them was about like car insurance fraud. And it was so and usually like in in this one, this is sort of um very exemplary of the type of book where she has like one big case and then a smaller case uh -huh. that she's following. So there's like the A story and the B story. And then also maybe a potential romance or a, something going on with a friend or whatever. So there's like, there's always a few different stories popping around that she's juggling at the same time. And this one, I don't know. I posted about it on my Instagram. If anybody is really that interested, they can look <laughs> up when I, that um, it was so boring and it only focused on this one car insurance fraud thing. And I was like, I'm not interested to begin with. So I'm looking for like the, the B story or the C story. There were, spoiler alert. There were, yeah. Just straight fraud. Straight fraud. Just straight yeah. fraud. I'm like, this should have been F is for fraud or <laughs> B is for boring. <laughs> B is for boring. 
Oh my god! <laughs> she needed to get pass. like a partway through the alphabet before people gave up. <laughs> totally. Do you remember which one was your favorite? I don't. No, I don't. I remember. I remember a plot line that was my favorite that happens later on. Um, I, I don't know. Am I allowed to spoil it or yeah? Do you want me to well, spoil who, it? Yeah. Who, yeah. Okay. This is a spoiler, but um. Much later in the series, um, wh- whoever the antagonist was at the time, I don't even remember who it was, but burns down um, Kinsey's home. So she's, she has like, she lives in a garage, basically, mm-hmm. like a renovated garage. It's like a guest house. Um, and um, her landlord is very dear to her. And he's this older man, who much older man in his 80s, who's still very fit and spry and cool. And, um, and he's a real father figure to her. Anyway, her her home gets burned down. and Henry uses the insurance money to build her like the the home of her dreams. Like, again, it's just a tiny little guest mm-hmm. house, like which she likes. That's the way she likes it. She has a small car. She always talks about her small car. She likes to be packed in with just she has very few things. And he just all of the details when she walks in the first time to see it, he's just left no stone unturned all of the details are exactly what she would have wanted and she's it's very emotional and very lovely oh that was my favorite he's an adorable character yeah Yeah. for like the three seconds he was in the book actually yeah so he's the best (laughs) and she always says i'm half in love with him and spoiler alert there's never any romance so it's which is great you don't want there to be but it's yeah. yeah Oh, <laughs> anything else we need to say about this book? This is a short book club. Book. <laughs> yeah. See, now you get your wish. <laughs> right. So now and scene. Let's start the girl's got. I'm kidding. Um, this morning I woke up in a panic saying, I have no idea what we're reading next. Are oh, we yeah. sticking with the genre idea? If so, what genre do we need to read? We had not discussed ahead of time. It completely slipped my mind. Eek. So I know Eek is right. I have some suggestions from some listeners. Great. So let me see. What's another genre we haven't read? I don't know. I didn't have genre suggestions. I have oh, book okay. club suggestions. Um, People have been throwing sci-fi. suggestions at me too. And I cannot for the life of me remember a single one right now. Um, I wanted to recommend a dating book. That I wish I had read as a young adult. Get the guy. Is what it's called. I was like, okay, there's one. More book club ideas. Um, I wanted to share the work of Barbara. Ooh, I'm going to murder her last name. Erin Reich. Erin Reich. Yes. She writes nonfiction about class culture in America. Really enjoyed reading her book, Fear of Fail, a Fear of Falling. She says fear of falling about the middle class that was written in the 80s, but is scarily still so relevant to understanding our social issues today. She had another book called Nickel and Dimed. Oh, I read that years ago, years ago. Like that's about political divides, understanding the roots of social issues, the losses of the middle class since the 50s and the American dream. Uh, Some fiction recommendations, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. Ann Patchett is amazing. I mean, it's it's going to be a good book. Uh, there's something Patchett. mesmerizing about this book and how it's written that sticks. I also enjoy the work of Australian Leanne Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Um, that was her suggestion. Thank you, Kristen. I've read all of Leanne Moriarty's and she's I've read a lot. Yeah, yeah she's, they're good. Yeah, very yeah. Um, reliably 
yeah, yeah. Turner. Uh, that's one broken open. Uh, these are my three favorite books that would be so good, gory, for all you to discuss. I think gory is a typo. <laughs> broken open by Elizabeth Lesser. The gift of fear by Gavin De Becker. The warmth of other suns by Isabel Wilkerson. And she didn't really write a description, but Susie, thank you. Um, there's a couple. Here's another one. Um, well, I've been decided to read it. I just started Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Yeah, I read that last time in like ninth grade. Um, I, yeah, I don't even, I, I don't even remember what my thoughts were on it. It was so long ago. Hmm. It's, I mean, it's a classic that they Never heard read of it. In, yeah, in school a lot. Know. Yeah. Uh, maybe in Canada they read it at school because <laughs> this woman is from Canada. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I think oh. so. Um, it's not Canadian. I think so. Hmm. Well, maybe not. Someone just said they were. Oh, yeah. Being from Canada. Yeah. So maybe they just read that in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Any of those strike a bell or is there a genre that we should look into or. (sighs) I don't know. I'm flexible. Yeah. I don't care. I feel like we had a plan. We did. But what happened to that? But I don't remember. Well, we have done the plan. (laughs) We've done horror. We've Mm -hmm. done romance. We've done a detective. Mm-hmm. like murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, we just decided we'd kind of click off the genres. We did uh, humor. The, oh, yeah. The humorous book. Yes, we did but young I didn't adult. find funny. No, I didn't right. find right. funny either. <laughs> did young adult category with um, Poison for Breakfast. Mm-hmm. So that's five genres mm-hmm. we've done. Um, we haven't done a genre of, I guess, a nonfiction, a biography, a memoir, but we've done so many of those We've done a past. billion of them in the past. Um have we done a self-help genre in a while? We we've did done a, a billion of we've them. We've done a lot, <laughs> but yeah, not really in that. Um, so we've so then we can say we've already done memoir. We've already done self-help. Uh, maybe not with the intention of exploring the genre because we're not really exploring the genre. We're just no, exploring not by one, book. one book. Yeah. Um, the and, only other thing that pops in my head is sci-fi. Not that I necessarily want to read this, but that's sort of the only other uh, genre that I'm thinking about. I know. Travel. <laughs> Is that a genre? I don't know. Nonfiction travel, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, what else is, what other categories are in the bookstore, right? Like, I don't know. Let's Google it. Um, <laughs> Psychology. But that's, yeah, I don't know. Genres of books. Oh, popped right up. There you go. Fiction, novel, narrative, general, genre fiction. 47 more nonfiction, children's literature, historical fiction, <laughs> science fiction, mystery, romance novel. Yeah. Dystopian novels. That's I don't historical know. I don't even know what favorite. that means. Dystopia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that about you, Kathy. What's wrong? I said historical fiction is one of my favorites. Is it really? Yeah. Um, well, we haven't read any historical fiction, have we? Long time ago. Autobiography. Short story. We haven't done an autobiography, I don't think, actually. No. We've done short story. Picture book. Should we do picture book and make it go real fast? That's about my speed. <laughs> picture book. A fable. A true crime. Urban fiction. I don't know. So historical fiction. Seems like we did one where the woman was helping something in the war. Remember that? Yes. She carried oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. across the border. Mm-hmm. That was I a loved time that ago. book. Yeah, that was a great book. The, it was what was book. that called? The the the, the light, light 
all the, the light that the, you cannot see or whatever. Is no, that, that no? That that's not it. It's no. Like, it was something like that. Or something. It was by oh, that author, Nightingale. Yeah. Was it even in this book club though, or was it in the book club that predates this podcast? Oh, maybe. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> you may be right. It may be that. This podcast is brought to you by Magic Spoon. I know I've talked about this before. I am a huge fan of Magic Spoon. I love cereal. I love cereal in general. I've always loved it. But Magic Spoon has so much protein and so little sugar. I don't feel guilty ever eating Magic Spoon. I ate Magic Spoon for breakfast this morning. I love this cereal. It has zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It's only 140 calories in a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. It comes in a variety pack. Four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. You can mix and match like cocoa and peanut butter. Amazing. Fruity and frosted together. Amazing. To be honest with you, Frosted and peanut butter, amazing. Frosted and chocolate, amazing. I love this cereal. It's so yummy. So if you're interested in giving it a try, go to magicspoon.com wife to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code wife at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident their product is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com wife and use the code wife to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This podcast is also brought to you by Today Ticks. I was just on there booking tickets for um, Hadestown. Hadestown is in LA and my daughter wants to see it. So I was like, hey. We got nothing to do on uh, this particular date. Let's get some tickets. So I just bought tickets to Hadestown using Today Ticks. It was super easy. They have an app also. I downloaded their app and used their app to access great tickets. Uh, they have Moulin Rouge is coming to town. You best believe I'm going to see that. Uh, and I'm going to buy my tickets through Today Ticks because it's super, super fast. It's very convenient. It's in multiple cities. So if you're planning a spring break trip to New York, you can buy your tickets at Today Ticks. If you're going to go, See Grandma in Chicago? Guess what? You can buy tickets to shows there through todaytix.com. It makes seeing Broadway shows, maybe not on Broadway, but Broadway shows in a different city, super easy, really flexible. Last minute if you want, last minute, they got it. So you should check them out. See that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytix.com slash wife and use promo code wife to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That promo code wife at todaytix, which is T-I-X dot com slash wife for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. Todaytix.com slash wife. While you're looking that up, I just finished listening to Where the Crowd Ads Sing. Have you read that yet? Oh, I've got it. And I started it, but I couldn't. I focus. I I did the same thing. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it, but it it wasn't the fault of the book. It was the fault of where I was at at Uh the moment that I picked it up. Me too. Same. Um, I listened to it on audiobook and it was, 
it was very easy to listen to. It, I actually think audio is probably better than reading it. Really? The person who did it was great. 20 best historical fiction books. The Pillars of the Earth. Oh, my God. We're oh, not yeah. reading The Pillars of the Earth. Yeah. I will tell you why. It is like 1,200 or 1,300 <laughs> pages long. Book. 1,400 maybe. Sorry. It Sorry. is way too long. I'm just reading the list. Oh, my God. My father-in-law <laughs> gave that to me. That's like one of my father-in-law's favorite books. It is It is a classic uh-huh. historical fiction. And it's one of his favorite books. He gave it to me for Christmas one year. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was so much pressure. Yeah, to, he, he, he gave you a burden. It, well, it, and it was like early <laughs> enough in our relationship that I wanted to impress him more. Like, so, <laughs> so I was like trying to power through this book and it is not. I will tell you right off the bat, historical fiction is not my jam. And I will happily read it for our book club because yeah, lots yeah. of things are, you know, doesn't yeah. mean that I'm not going to love it. But like 1400 pages of historical <laughs> yeah. fiction, it was like it was a lot. It yeah, was a lot. That's a lot. And then he kept saying, oh, have you read it yet? And I'd be like, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Don't kick me out Give of the me family. until next yes. Christmas. Right? <laughs> yes. So Pillars of the Earth is a hard pass on me. Okay, but hard people pass. Love okay, hard it. pass. Got people it. 10-4, love 10-4, it. 10-4, 10-4. All the light we cannot see. Um, Catherine of Aragon, the true queen. I don't know that book. Gone with the wind. Memoirs of a Geisha. Love that book. That was a good book. The Nightingale. So we've mm-hmm. already read that, maybe before this book club. Before We Were Yours. Um, a Gentleman in Moscow, The Alice Network, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, Ash- mm-hmm. Once Upon that a River. That's a really good book and disturbing. Well, I don't want to read disturbing. Yeah, I'm not recommending it. The I've Murmur it. Of I want to read something I haven't read. The Song of Achilles, The Water Dancer. Uh, um... Pachinko, The Nickel Boys, Pulitzer Prize winner for fiction, that one. That is about the Underground Railroad. Oh, no, wait. No, that's not true. Never mind. Wolf Hall, Homecoming, Kristen. Oh, God. Wolf Hall, people rave about, but I have no idea what it's about. Nothing. Uh, Oh, the many relationships and surrounding intrigue of King Henry VIII have been the subject of so many books, TV series, and films that could form their own canon. But it's with good reason. The airless king's life was absolutely fraught with personal and political chaos that rippled out into English government and society to both great and tragic ends. Hillary Mantle's particular perspective on the era focuses on the impact of Henry's political foil. Thomas Cromwell and his entry on the scene Thanks to the thrilling theatrical performance of narrator Simon Slater. Oh, this is an audiobook. Cromwell and the King and other familiars like Thomas More and Cardinal Woolsey have their own voice here, all of which are Richard with personality, whatever. So it's about King Henry VIII. Homecoming. Um, Kristen Lavranstadt. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kristen Lavranstadter. <laughs> Lavran's daughter. That one. Oh, she's so it sounds like an Icelandic author. Um, no, no, that's not the no, author. That's, that's, the, the, oh. that's, that's the, the title of the book. Okay. If you didn't know it, you would never guess while listening to Kristen Lavran's daughter trilogy saga that it was anything but a new release. Oh well, whatever. It's, it's a trilogy. 20s. It's a trilogy. We're not. Gonna Want to read a trilogy? I do not. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> City of Girls by Elizabeth. Gilbert. Oh, I read that. Yeah. You read it? Mm-hmm. All right. It's pretty good, actually. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. Did you have already read it? I haven't already read it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at the Nickel Boys because it won the Pulitzer. Just to read what that is. Col- Colson Whiteheads, the Underground Railroad, took the literary world by storm when it was released in 2016. And the Nickel Boys follows in the same tradition. Um, based on a real story, Whitehead's narrative follows a pair of boys enrolled in a, quote, reform school called the Nickel Academy in a segregated part of Florida under Jim Crow. Main character Elwood draws heavily on the words of Martin Luther King Jr. for strength in maintaining an attitude of radical kindness and love. A contemplation accented perfectly by the narrator, I guess, in this book. Um, rich, dignified tone, even as it becomes apparent that the school is actually a lawless prison staffed by evil and abusive officials. His friend Turner, on the other hand, grows hardened by cynicism as their trials endure and their diametrically opposed attitudes result in decisions and behaviors that will go on to define their lives. Okay. Nickel boys. Should we see how long it is? It's a six hour read. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's actually short. not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why don't we do that? Does that sound good? What's it called? Nickel boys. The nickel boys. The nickel boys. Winner of the okay. 2020 Pulitzer prize for fiction. Okay. So that's a that's recent yeah. winner. Yeah. That's yeah, 2016. Good. That's not that long yeah. ago. Yeah, The Nickel Boys, N-I-C-K-E-L, The Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. Okay, that's our next pick. Six hours. We can do that one day. Boom. <laughs> right. So you want to meet next week? probably not as club? easy as a read as this. I know, right? But, <laughs> um, seriously, that's like two so, days of driving to school for me. So Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. bad. It's super doable. And I know you're really busy, yeah. uh, Kirsten. And I'm really busy right now. But... Um, I got nothing to do. You got nothing to do? Oh, good. Then you can read for all of us. <laughs> Let's read the like 1,400 page book. Why not? Oh, yeah. You got Why nothing not? but time. You got nothing going Daylight's on. burning, man. Yep. Let's get it done. Um, okay. I'm looking forward to that book. Actually, I think I heard something about that book on a radio show, probably back when it won the Pulitzer um, a long time ago. So, okay. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Are you enjoying the book club? Yeah. Do you feel burdened by it? No. I'm always so concerned that you feel that you two in particular, because you're my quote regulars, my series <laughs> regulars, that I burden you with my podcast. And I also feel really bad to ask you to come another time because that's two days of your month that you give me. It's not a whole day. It's an hour and a half, two hours. Um, it doesn't sound like, I mean, listen, it, an hour and a half is not a big ask. It's just amazing how hard it is to book sometimes. Right. And it doesn't feel like a burden, but it is shocking how like it, it takes a really long time to coordinate. Yeah. Right. That's the hardest part. It's not that getting here or doing it is a burden at all. No, no. Um, Well, I hope it's fun. I have so much fun. Exactly. Yeah. It's just that all of our lives are so ridiculously (laughs) busy and coincide. Yeah. Complex. And they don't coincide. I know that is the the tricky part, right? That is the most frustrating part about this podcast is that is the scheduling because I would do this every single day. I would sit in this chair and have a conversation with somebody every day. But the scheduling is so hard. And we don't have anybody who does that for my podcast. We have someone who does it for the Vertcast. So, um, but we're looking into hiring somebody, a creative person that kind of oversees and will help. But I always feel so bad. I always like, God, I can't believe I'm going to text him again and ask him to come (laughs) on this podcast. Dang it. (laughs) Dang it. So thank you for coming and yeah. showing up every week. And I, I do want to talk bad. about the Girl Scouts. 
Should we just do two short episodes, stop now, and do a 45-minute episode about the Girl Scouts? What do you think, Halston? Should we do that? <laughs> oh, come on! I can't get these two butts in chairs here. You're not helping me. You're fired. Oh, that's not the answer I wanted. Halston, you need to be a yes man, apparently. Oh, please, come on. No, but then I've lost it. I think that, well, okay. Do you want to talk about it now? Yeah. Uh, the buildup, please. The buildup has been excruciating. Like, I don't think so. I don't think people listen. Think no one was murdered. It. No one <laughs> like, but a couple people might have died and then came back to life. <laughs> okay, should we talk about it now? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Kirsten's over it. She's ready. I'm so over it. She, she's over it. She needs a short book. She needs. She needs a short, short book. Podcast. And she's get this off my list. Okay. <laughs> You, I know you think you know everything about my heart condition, but you don't. So can you just take this off my list because you're causing me heart palpitations? The reason I had a heart attack was the impending doom of this podcast episode. The buildup of the Girl Scout podcast. You have caused a second heart Seriously. attack. Well, okay. So we were working on a women's health badge, which I think that's why I thought this was a whole episode. Is not just to talk about the ridiculously funny and insane one meeting, but how powerful each meeting was in this um, series, in this badge. And caveat, anybody who's a Girl Scout leader, anybody who works at girlscouts.org, we do not exactly follow the rules completely when we do a badge. We try to follow... The spirit of the badge. Would you say that's accurate? It's like a confessional all of a sudden. No, 100%. Yeah, right? But you're making it sound like we're doing something wrong because no, 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 one, no, of, no, one of the badges, not. one of the badges is called Eating for Beauty. And we were like, fuck, fuck that. that. Yeah, no. Like, we are not doing that badge. But then when we saw which badge it corresponded to with the older girls, we were like, okay, well, our focus is not on eating for beauty. Like, right. we want to focus on health and yeah. nutrition and women's health and, you know, uh, so, yeah, the caveat is that ours is actually better, that we go deeper. Well, yeah. So, well, I'm just saying some people would say we don't exactly follow the Girl Scouts thing. So we're like, oh, we'll just skip that. We'll just skip those steps. We don't no, want to do no, that. We and stay with the spirit no, but, there are, but there are some troops who just kind of hand out badges and are like, yeah, we did. A couple oh, no, of we steps. don't do that. No, no, no. We work hard. Yeah. And we go. Perhaps I would say deeper than yeah. the Girl Scouts um, organization so. asks yes. of us. Whoever yes. up there, high up at Girl Scouts, who who named a badge "Eating for Beauty," it, it's so it, offensive. You should really rethink that. Yeah, you should eating for health. How about that? Eating for health has nothing to do with beauty. Yeah, eating to be healthy because I that's, think actually that's what it's called. By the way, no, it's no. not. No, one of them is called Eating for Beauty. I it swear is. to you. When I went to order it, it was called Eating for Health. Well, okay, then, they then they changed it. They may have changed they it. They changed yes. it. Good. But okay. I think someone got the message because Good. when we looked it up, it was definitely Eating for Beauty. Yes. But when yeah. I ordered them, they're called Eating for Health. Okay, good. Okay, good. So. Well, that's good because they that was a little shocking, actually. It was were, offensive. A Did lot you say shocking. That? It, it was, uh, like, yes, it was. Yeah. It's offensive. Yes. Like, yeah. seriously, what the hell are we teaching yeah. girls today? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that the Boy Scouts do not have an eating for beauty. <laughs> you think uh, they have match. eating for yeah. muscles? <laughs> eating for muscles. 
Eating to build testosterone. Pump it up. And now How we're affecting the Boy steroids. Scouts, right? Right? No, right. Um, so anyway, this eating for health badge, we did, and we did a, was it just called women's health badge for the older girls? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And so we decided to com- kind of combine the two because we have two levels that we're dealing three with at levels. the same time. We had the big girls do it too. Oh, you're right. The big girls did. We have three levels. You're mm-hmm. right. Totally right. So one of our meetings, we dealt with how the outside affects the in, how smiling can affect how you feel on the inside, how your posture affects how you feel on the inside. And uh, what do you think about that? Was that the power poses one? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, power poses. Um, and how you stand like with your hands on your hips and how that affects to make you feel more you confident. Feel. And if you do that, like before you go into it, like a lot of kids were going to high school interviews. Mm-hmm. If you take five minutes outside, you can truly change how you feel about yourself walking into a stressful situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's stuff that kids don't know. Yeah. Um, and I know some kids actually used it. Oh, Ila Kreischer <laughs> for a week was like standing in the kitchen with her hands <laughs> on her hips going, I'm power posing. I'm power posing. It really works. It works. So she started using it. I think she still uses it from time to time. Uh-huh. I learned that years ago um, when I was running that I read an article about the science behind if you smile when you're on a treadmill or like when you're working out, you will 100% get more energy and like if you're just really having a trudge and you're running and mm-hmm. just like, oh, then to literally just smile <laughs> and power that out, that it literally it it can get you through. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah, the power mm-hmm. poses, we had them all practice the ones that are not power poses, like how you uh-huh. sit with your slumped. legs crossed and slumped and yep. and how that makes you feel. And then to do the power poses and how that makes you feel and discuss it. I thought it was a really good meeting. Um what else did we do in that meeting? It was a good meeting. No, I think that's. Did I, we do something? I missed that you meeting. You weren't there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always fun because doing it in a group is always interesting, mm-hmm. right? Because we have some people who are super outgoing who will stand up there and power pose until the cows come home, right? Yep. And other kids who just are like, are you, I'd like to stab you in the eye if yeah. you're going to make me stand up and do something ridiculous like that, right? Yep. Um. But then they're and all, they all do it. Yeah. yeah. But there are always like, a few that are yes. surprising that you're like, oh, I didn't see right. you being so against it. I didn't see you being so right. for it. And, you know, I know this is not the PC thing to say, but the power of peer pressure makes them all get up and do it. And yeah. it's kind of cool, yeah. actually, because sometimes you need that little kick in the butt to stand up yes. and try it. And may or may not work in that moment but if you walk away with it maybe it'll sink in i don't know but i think it's pretty pretty, fun i thought it was really powerful yeah it was really cool to watch them process it yeah i like watching them process the learning that's happening and some of them learn kicking and screaming and some of them like walk straight toward it and love the learning um it's a couple girls in particular that are so cynical that are yeah. so negative Nellies. Like the minute something new, they're out of their comfort zone comes up, there is trash, trash, trash. And they do it anyway. Yeah, like you said. Exactly. It's really cool to watch those girls in particular. Yes. Do it anyway. Um, so that was one meeting. And then we decided to do a little covert ops a little bit. And that we decided to have, I guess it's not covert ops, but 
we decided to have a therapist talk to them about mental health so that we were mm-hmm. removed from it. And we decided to have a nutritionist talk to them about food again, so that we are removed from it and that they're talking to an expert in their field. And I think that was a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which should we talk about first? Well, let's do it in order, right? We had the mental health person come mm-hmm. first. That's right. right. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's hard to talk about that. We weren't there. <laughs> we weren't there, but here's the gist of but it. But the takeaway. Yes. The gist of it was we wanted to communicate. I spoke with the, the she's a personal friend of ours who mm-hmm. is a marriage and family therapist. She uh, works with teens. That's one of her focuses. Um, and one of her focuses within teens is anxiety. So it was kind of a perfect fit for our group. Um, she, her daughter used to be in our troop. So she knew all the girls and I think the girls, some of them knew she was a therapist. Maybe some of them didn't, but what we wanted her to communicate was, um, how therapy works, what different types of therapy there are, where you can get help and what types of help is available and what are the rules? Because I know when I was talking to Isla about therapy, she thought for sure the therapist told the parents everything. And as much as I said, that's not true, she did not believe me. She really thought that the therapist and the parents were totally in cahoots, 100%. So that was something that I felt was really important that Amy uh, discussed with them. Um, So we kind of gave her some parameters. What else did we ask her to talk about? Anything else? We didn't. We asked the girls to write questions. Yes. That's right. That was before they walked in. Like, what would you want to know? What would you ask a therapist? No strings attached, like anonymous questions. What would you like answered? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think was pretty cool too. Like, and we, I think we loaded the ballot box of a couple with like, do you tell our parents everything? Yes. (laughs) Right. We put a couple in there and then they asked their own questions and she just pulled them all out and answered every single one. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so the other part of it is the three of us left the room Mm -hmm. and left her with the girls alone so that the girls could feel free to speak openly because the three of us are a direct pipeline to parents. So we wanted that removed. Yes. And she was speaking to them as a therapist. So it was like nothing leaves these walls. Um, Yes. She said that at the very beginning. This is like a therapy session. Everything's confidential. So I thought it was really good. And I can tell you this. After that, Isla asked me if she could start therapy to deal with her anxiety. And I think that for her, the piece where Amy said, no, no, no. The only time a therapist contacts your parents is if you're hurting yourself, uh, if you're in danger or if you're hurting someone else. Mm -hmm. That's when we have to we have to bring a parent in. Um, And I think when she heard that from Amy, she went, "Okay." then I think that may actually be true. Uh, because, you know, I am a known liar <laughs> and, I, and skank yes. and my skanky lying just flows everywhere. And Isla's like, skanky liar. Can't trust her. I know. I don't know if the tank top is going to help. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I've been proven to be a truth teller. Right. Hopefully, since it, it has been accurate in her with her therapist, she's. You know, day one, we sat together and I was like, please tell her what you can tell me in front of me. So we're all on the same page and we've all kept to that. And it's kind of now Isla tells me not everything, but she every time she gets in the car, she's like, so here's what we talked about. And I'm like, I don't need to know. This is your private space. You but she wants to share, which of course it's on her terms because it's on her terms and because she knows it's safe and that it's sacred. And if she doesn't want to share, she doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. But I really don't think she believed that before Amy. 
Yeah, I think it was a great session. Amy also mm-hmm. very thoughtfully brought yeah. little um, gift basket, like little um, gift bags for the girls, which, first of all, like everybody loves a, a gift bag. Everybody. Um, but like it, they were, it was very thoughtful. It was like, a, you know, a, a squeezy ball. It, yeah, it was like, all about dealing with anxiety. Yeah. Like there was like lavender oil and like, like a the fidget fidget toys. And, and yeah, exactly. a very specific mint. Her one daughter yes. uh, or what, somebody, someone in her life has trouble breathing when they have anxiety. And this one particular mint opens up all their kind of air passages and helps them breathe. It was mm-hmm. very thoughtful. You're right. It was very, mm-hmm. yeah. And very kind and giving of her mm-hmm. um, to spend her Sunday afternoon. Yes. Uh, another therapist, a different therapist spoke to the older girls uh, via Zoom. Uh, Kristen, who's a regular guest. Mm-hmm. Amy's a guest here too. Yeah. But um they were, I, I was not in that Zoom session. I, I handled it the same way that we handled it for the younger girls. And uh, they were a lot more hesitant to talk and be open. So I don't know how effective it was. It was pretty effective for Georgia. She really liked it, but I don't know how effective it was for the group. Um, I wonder if that was the Zoom thing. It might have been. Um, it might have been. But. Yeah, I don't, I mean, there's no way to know. No but way. it's. Yeah. It's very different when you're in a room than when you're on Zoom. That's very true. You know? When you're mm-hmm. with your peers side by side. Yeah. And also Zoom for them feels so much like school. Mm-hmm. Like yes. that's a really <laughs> hard place to open up. Yeah. Right. Like you don't do that in that forum. Right. So I would imagine that probably played a role in it. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. So after that, we had our friend Lacey come in. She's also been a guest on my podcast. She mm-hmm. has a minor in nutrition and she's a personal trainer. So she knows lots about health and nutrition. We had the girls meet us at a grocery store and do a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. to look for what? What were they looking for? Lots of things. Um, we were looking <laughs> for um, just different protein content. Right. Um, just and uh, things that like, can you find something that doesn't have... Uh, like, I don't know, some processed food that like where you can name all of the ingredients and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Certain types of protein in different foods. I forget. I don't know. Hydrogenated oil probably. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh Um, And they had to take pictures of of everything they found. They Mm -hmm. had a blast. They had a blast. The takeaway was they had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. They had a blast. Well, we Mm -hmm. did the scavenger hunt at the local grocery store and then we relocated here where Lacey was waiting for them to talk to them about what they saw on the label, because what she wanted to do is teach them how to read a nutritional label on a food and to know. And we, again, stepped out of that meeting, right? So that she could speak to them without us. Um, So what I understand is she, she made a PowerPoint (laughs) and she talked about what's in your food and what you need nutritionally to eat, how much protein you need to eat every day, what you should avoid and why, and I think it was really helpful. And what you should have and why. And what you should have and why, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a good conversation. But again, we stepped out of it. Yeah. So that they could. I think we stepped out of it because we didn't really need to be there. She had a handle on it. But. Yes. You know. True. But I think I think they're different when we're not there, too. Yeah. Yes. You're probably right. I think they're Absolutely. different. Well, um, also, I mean, all three of us have a daughter in yeah. the troop. So there's, you know, there's that dynamic just period. And yes. then. But then the rest of the girls, like it's been a lot of years. So we know yeah, them yeah. really well. Like we've been on a lot of trips together and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
I think it, it was really great. And it, it was yeah. it just shook things up too. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to look at our faces yeah. for the meeting. Right. Like they were just looking at somebody new and Lacey's young and cute and, you know. And really accomplished fun. in what she does. And it's impressive. Yeah. I think once she said. Yes. Oh, I did not mean to take away from all of her accomplishments. I just mean that oh, yeah, like, no, to the I girls don't, no, she I don't presents as yes. like young and yeah, vital totally. and fun. Yeah. Totally. Lily yeah. idolizes her. Like whatever oh. Lacey says, fuck, man, that's what we're doing. 100%. Like it doesn't matter. And yeah. I, still, just, I mean. She's not a bad girl to idolize. No, yeah, absolutely. Great. Like I'm cool that yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. her role model. Yeah, but yeah, it, totally. it like all of the labels. Lily's like, no, I can't. That's not good. I wish this was like this. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> we got enough eating issues with you. Okay. Right. Like, there's only so much we can do right. because, you know. So much protein comes from nuts, which will kill you. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, please yeah, yeah. dial it back a little. But yeah. <laughs> no can do that. She, no uh, can do that. No. Yeah. I'm bummed Lily missed the therapist meeting because she yeah. she's taken away a lot from all of this stuff. Right. Um, I was bummed anyway. for all the girls that missed that meeting. Yeah. Because a few girls missed that meeting that really could have benefited from it. I yeah. agree. It was. Yeah. It really changed Isla. For, I mean. It really did what I wanted for Isla. Mm-hmm. I wanted her because she was having so much anxiety with sleep and post COVID, which was so typical, seems like it's more typical uh-huh. than not, that she really did need help. I mean, it was past my expertise and she was so unwilling to discuss it or think about it. And I, I'm so glad that it worked because literally like two days later, she said, I think I want to go to therapy. It was like two days after that meeting. And of course, I called Amy and said, where should I send her? And she gave me this person who's just a perfect fit. So it all was kind of meant to be okay. for Isla specifically. Right. And I was hoping that would happen for more than just one kid. It probably did. But even, have. but yeah. also like that's a pretty good, good. If we get through to one girl yeah. per meeting, like that's. That's a lot. I guess so. Right. And even if it's not that extreme, like Mm -hmm. there are girls who've walked away with stuff. Like I definitively know that. Mm -hmm. So maybe it doesn't result in massive, you know, therapy change or whatever, but like tiny little bits or things that like you stick in your head that you just revisit Mm -hmm. later on. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just walking away with one of the questions uh that were answered, regardless of who wrote it, even if it wasn't their question was like, you know, one of the questions was, um, how, how do you know if it's time to go to an adult about a friend? Mm -hmm. If a friend is having an issue, if a friend is self-harming, if a friend Mm -hmm. is doing something dangerous, um, you know, maybe they learned that maybe that maybe it was like any of the, maybe it's any of the questions that we stuffed in there, you know, but just to have one question answered is a huge. That's so interesting. You say that, you know, last week, Georgia had a phone call from a friend and I could tell it was bothering her Mm -hmm. a lot. And I heard from the parent later that that parent's daughter came to her with a real serious problem. And the daughter had called Georgia with the problem. And I, I just kind of brought up the friend to Georgia and she was like, Oh boy. Um, And this was after the friend had talked to her mom I said, what's going on? Everything okay? I I already knew what was going on, but I just wanted to give her an outlet. And she goes, yeah, a lot of stuff is going on. And she was telling me about it. And I said, either you tell your mom or I will. And I went, wow, that's really great. Wow. 
Uh, I'm glad you did that because mm -hmm. the mom definitely needed to know this was going on. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really good that yeah. you did that. I don't know if she got it from the therapist who said that to her. That was yeah. one of the questions that she got. How do you know when you're supposed to go to an adult? Maybe she got it from that session. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, this just happened last week. And I was like, I'm really proud of you for saying that and for knowing, okay, this is over right. that line. This is over the line. A parent needs to be involved at this point. And they did. It was, you know, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so maybe it came from Kristen. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Did we just have one more meeting? Uh. I think so, actually. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Okay, let's just get to it. <laughs> it's the doozy. We've been just building up for that. Okay, see all the good, the Lord's work we did before. <laughs> we did the Lord's work before. We did nutrition. We did mental health. We did how the outside affects the end. And then there's a part of the badge. We're supposed to talk about women's health specifically that has to do with what tests you need throughout your life. Um, that are women specific. That are women right? specific. Not yes. just like... Blood pressure, yes, which obviously is everybody needs to be checked. But right, it's about heart disease and how it looks different in women, and you know, you know, <laughs> women stuff. So the three of us ran this meeting with a a group of girls. <laughs> the three of us being the three experts. The three we didn't experts, have right? an expert come in, which probably in hindsight was a bad idea. No, well, it was not a bad oh, idea. It was amazing. Because no, just to be clear, we were not standing up there as doctors. We stood up there with a chart that is that you can print up from any um, health uh, website. Yes. I think it was from uh, CDC or the, like something. The, yeah, something. Like that. And it was just literally a chart of at what ages women should have different um, tests. Tests. And so we just went through it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, some of those tests involve a speculum. <laughs> <laughs> and we discussed a speculum. We described uh, like what a speculum is and where it goes and the faces. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, but like Georgia is sitting on the floor next to me. She goes, I'm almost 18. Because <laughs> 18 is when you get your first pelvic exam. And she's like knitting away going, I'm almost 18. <laughs> you just see the horror on her face. Oh my God. Like, the look oh, of horror yeah. on all of their yes, faces. It was like, so it was like. Funny. jaws dropped like yeah. on mass yes. and we were standing up in front of them and they were all just like dumbfounded <laughs> disgusted disturbed disturbed disdain like all of the di every dis possible yes. like mouths open Sydney was, was over on the side going I think I'm ready to go home now <laughs> I'm ready to go home now can I go home now she was just saying that <laughs> in the meeting because they're like here's a here's okay Every woman has to get a pap smear. Does anybody know what a pap smear is? And of course, nobody did. Right. And so we had to describe. We didn't have to. We chose to yes. describe what a pap yeah, smear because is. Because mm -hmm. as going through it, not knowing what the fuck you're getting yourself into because nobody told you what it was, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. So while it's horrible to hear it described, it's a hell of a lot better, I think, for those kids to walk in going, okay, 
least I know what's happening where and why. Yeah, and this why. isn't just some medieval right. torture device that my <laughs> demonic doctor has like brought. You know, like although it does feel that way. <laughs> I'm like, not really? being professionally sexually molested. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually getting my health taken right. care of. Seriously, we did that with a we breast exam too. <laughs> Describe the breast exam. I mean, the face. I wish we could have recorded their faces. Of course, we I could mean, have shown no one except yeah. the three of us. Right. And but the, I would the, love their to parents. Have seen it, their but. parents would have loved to have seen the look of horror. And then I when know. we described, like, oh, well, just wait till you have to have a mammogram. And they were like, what? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's this machine and you lay your breast on it. And then this thing crushes, crushes your breast. And they're like, Oh my God, their faces were. Uh, Sydney literally the whole time kept going, I'm ready to go home. I just, I'm ready to go home now. Kind of, you know, in her like dead They were pan. all, I mean, I remember all of them. I remember oh. Addie and. Some of them the, had questions, were asking yeah. questions. And oh my God, the conversation about yeast. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So we also talked about yeast infections, infections and yeah. UTIs, which Isla has confused now and thinks. A UTI is a yeast infection and thinks that yeast infection is a UTI. And I'm like, totally unrelated. <gasps> Two completely different holes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really confused. But the yeast infection, yes. Oh, we were God. trying to make it funny. Or I was trying to make it funny. Yes. I think you were too. We were trying yes. to have some levity. Yes. Yes. Or did not. Well, and we were trying traumatized. to just say, look, guys, like <laughs> Vivian was horrified when I said, listen, every woman, you know, every girl and woman that, you know, has to go through these things. So it's like you're not alone because when we were younger, we all had yes. the experience of feeling like, wait a minute, they're supposed to do that. Like, are yeah. they supposed to be touching my boobs like during this doctor's appointment? What's what's going on? Yeah. And we just wanted to, like, lay it all out there and say, these are things that are normal and that everyone in your life, your teachers, your Girl Scout leaders, your uh, all this. And Vivian afterwards was like, you know, I really could have done without <laughs> visualizing every woman in my life. <laughs> That's hysterical. I really could have done without like my grandmother has this happen. Oh, my gosh. But they do. Yeah. I mean, it is a fact of life. You got to deal with this stuff. I'm really glad we had these conversations with yes. them because I feel like we ripped a Band-Aid off because none of them wanted to hear it. Right. None of them wanted to understand any of it. But even like a UTI. I mean, we had talked about how you get a UTI. Right. Like, no one told me that you're yeah. supposed to wipe front to back ever. I just wiped. And I was like raking shit into the wrong hole for years. And then when I started having, well, I was sexually active, I would get a UTI every time I had sex. Every time. And I didn't know why until finally my doctor said, A, I don't think we said this in the meeting. But no, we did not. A, we definitely you, have, did not. you have to pee after you have sex. And B, you have to wipe front to back. So, and I was like, oh, I had, did not know that I was... No one says to you, hey, right. your vagina is full of bacteria. Yeah. So just so you know, that bacteria should like stay where it is. You don't need to rub it around. No one, <laughs> no one told me that. I didn't know there was bacteria in my vagina. I mean, why would you? 
We don't even yeah. talk about our vaginas ever oh, in school no. or ever. any of that. No. Yeah. That's why the vagina monologues, when Eve Ensler wrote that, it was like so earth shattering because people weren't used to use, hearing that word. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah! I know, right? <laughs> you said it out loud? Yes. Yeah, but guess what? We all have one. Yeah. 50% of the world has one. one. Yeah. So we should take care of it and everything else involved with being a woman. Um, but yeah, the UTI thing where we're just like, drink cranberry juice. You can tell your parents right. if you have this problem. This is what it feels like. Yes. This is the symptoms. Yes. Yeah. So that you know. And it happens. Like. It happens. Don't be embarrassed. Tell your parents because it's going to be a hell of a lot worse if you don't. Yes, right. You know. Could develop into something much worse. Same with the yeast infection. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it stinks literally and figuratively. And you and just got to. no, you cannot use it to bake bread. <laughs> it makes you itchy. And they were like, What? <laughs> Wait a minute, yeast like yeast? Like, yeah, I can make some bread with it. And they were like, bleh, bleh. Oh. oh, God. But it happens. I don't know. I was really proud of the three of us for the way we handled that conversation because I think we just stuck to facts. Yeah. Kept it light. Kept it like this is no big deal. This is part of life. This is just information you need to know. Not anything dramatic, not anything scary, you know, because it is scary. The first pap smear is super scary. I took my own advice. I told the girls that what I like to do is when like you have to have your annual exam. It's not, you know, it's not pleasant. I'm not saying like I look forward to it. I'm certainly not like looking forward to it, but you got it get it on the calendar. And then I congratulate myself that I'm taking care of my health. Mm -hmm. And then after I go there, I scout out someplace nearby where I can Mm -hmm. get myself a little treat. (laughs) And I hadn't done that recently because, um, my OBGYN's office was really near the sandwich shop that I really love Capriati's. Oh, but it, it closed near there. So I haven't gotten myself a treat the last several years. And then I thought about this conversation we had to the girls and I said, you know, I told the girls to treat themselves and I'm not mm-hmm. treating myself. And then I remember that there were sprinkles, cupcakes. <gasps> oh, nice. Store, and I got myself a cupcake afterwards. Nice. I was like, screw it. I'm going to treat myself. I'm <laughs> taking yeah. care of my health. Totally. I'm going to take care of my health by eating something really bad. Yes. No, just kidding. You deserve that. Yeah. It is not. Absolutely. But yeah. The mental yeah. health component is is important because, yes, it is an unpleasant experience. It's not something that I look forward to. It's something that I would right. like to put off, but realistically, is that, does it help you to put off medical things? No, not at all. Um, no. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy. Um, Are you up to date with all your appointments? Almost. Yes. Almost. What it's is that? that? Time it's that time of year. So it's like about to be. Oh, okay. So like appointments are booked. Oh, good. They're booked. Yay. Oh, good. Yes. Although I'm I will right. say, I have sort of pushed a little bit. I really like, I think we were talking about this. I really like having everything done at once. Mm-hmm. So it's in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like the month of March is when you get all that shit done. Yeah. Right. Like the breast exam, the pap smear, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID and because of a lot of things, um, things got really spread out mm-hmm. because after having last year, was it? I think after having like one of the COVID shots, you couldn't get a breast exam for six weeks. So like everything sort of got pushed out. So like 
I'm actually due for my exam, but I pushed it back a little bit so that things are so within like a two week period yeah, so yeah. that I still have everything back on track. So. I do the same thing. It just yeah. makes it easier. That's part of the reason that like, I'm so unavailable. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the time. I've been going through all of them yeah. and yeah. But, and like in everything, like my eye doctor, like they're all too, yeah. at the exact same yeah. time. Like the dentist, you throw it all together yeah. and then you're just like at one month where you're like, fuck. Uh, March is medical month. Yeah, right. <laughs> March is medical month. It yeah. is for, for me. I got my physical, my colonoscopy, and my mammogram mm-hmm. all in March. So I'm good. And my colonoscopy came back healthy. Sweet. Um, a little inflammation, which... Um, COVID related or? He, he doesn't know. Uh-huh. And he said he thinks it'll clear up on its own. So um, as, as long as I don't have any persisting symptoms, then he was like, I'll see you in 10 years. Cha-ching. I yeah. don't really want to do this again for 10 years because <laughs> right. yeah. uh, pooping for like 12 hours straight is not my idea of a good time, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad it's over with. But yeah, right. medical march. Right. But then it's good because then you have 11 months where you don't think about that shit. That's right. Like you don't have to worry about it. It's not like a mm-hmm. constant. I don't That's how I like to deal with it. Yeah, so totally. I do I'm that. Pushing things I'm so March together. And my kids are May. Uh-huh. March and May. March and May. So because I, I can't do us all at the same time. It's just too much for one month. I started, so all of our stuff got pushed. Birthdays, um, so there's, um, oh, right. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I don't know why ours all got put to May one year. And I was like, perfect. We'll just keep it May. Yeah. So anyway, what were you saying? Oh, no, I was just supposed to do all of this stuff in January. I was like, I'm going to start the year off right, bang mm-hmm. it on out. And then, of course, I had other medical fish to fry. So I had to push them all off. And so then I had to reschedule all of these. So I was really frustrated because I already went to all the effort to schedule all these. (laughs) There's nothing worse than having to redo work that you already did. And um, then waiting to hear back and the, you know, juggling them. And then I realized I was starting to have PTSD from when, um, when Vivian was really little because she had so, we literally had 20 um, specialists. (laughs) Oh my gosh. and then, but then there's like the regular, like you still have to go to yeah. the dentist and you still have like, I still had to go to regular doctors yeah. and, and whatever. And it was, we went to so many doctors on a weekly, like throughout the week, it was just, um, I mean, it, it literally put me in therapy at the time. Um, and she <laughs> diagnosed me with PTSD because it was, it, it, there was just so much trauma from all the time that she was in the hospital and then all of the aftermath of the hospital and just needing to go to so many different specialists. And I started to feel that again, ramping up mm. when I was writing all these things in my calendar and going, Wait a minute, but I don't have any time to go to the dentist because we have this on this day and this and this and this and this. And Richard was like, slow down. And I'm like, but I like, I like jamming them all into one month. And he's like, it doesn't seem like you like it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I dialed it back a little bit. That's good. No need in uh, working that ticker any harder than right. we need to. And hopefully the specialist will drop off soon, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And you'll just be back to your regular. Yeah. Let's back hope. to regular. Yeah. That would be good. So the conclusion of this Girl Scout <laughs> that everyone is so anticipated that's been yes. really built up. It was really kind of amazing. I mean, to be it honest was, with you, yes. the whole, all four meetings were really, really good. Um, it was a good badge. They got a lot out of that badge. I mean, mm-hmm. in yes. our imagining of the badge. Yes. It was a great yes. badge. Yeah. And in watching the girls, right? Like you can see 
I don't know, like you can just see them grow. You can mm-hmm. see them connect with one another. You mm-hmm. can see them learn something. You can see them walk away with something, even if it's horror. Like it is <laughs> something that they walked away with, right? Like No, but I think I they walked away with a lot more than that. I agree. A lot yeah. more, but honestly, even they if it did. is just that, they some of their yeah. favorite Girl Scout memories yes. have been the things that they've been horrified at. Ah, yes. Like very when true. they talk about how yes. like our last, not our last camping trip, um, but the what the one in the fall, um, a bunch of them were were bonding over how horrible the food was there. By the way, it was not our fault that the food was horrible. It was it was because we were doing a um a primitive camping badge mm-hmm. so they oh, yeah. needed to fulfill steps and like cook over an open flame yep. and cook over coals and cook, cook in a, a box oven. Yeah. Cook, yes exactly all of these different things so a bunch of them were complaining about but they were but like in that way that you like savor the complaining yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh remember that time that we had to eat and then nothing cooked over the coals and <laughs> they were just loving it. And remember the spider. Yeah. Like, really? Oh my God. There I've heard about the spider so many oh my times. God. Oh my God. I never been, actually saw a spider. There, well, there have been several spiders actually, because there was another spider, our last Wallawi. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, I heard about that spider. I wasn't at that Wallawi. No, you weren't at that. Neither of you were at that one, no. but there was a spider there. <laughs> Spiders are a big deal. Maybe the spider just follows us. On maybe it. maybe the spider's in our camping gear. It, maybe. My it daughter is up. like one of the prime complainers about the My daughter the is not. The spider. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter runs screaming from a spider. She had to put everybody's shoes outside or something, didn't she? Because a spider, there was something bad. I yeah, spiders. Are I always threaten to release spiders into her room if she doesn't clean up. <laughs> I said, you'd never know if they were in here at this point because it's so filthy. That's pretty deeply evil. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to do it, too. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's hysterical. Oh, That's my God. Um, well, thanks for d- being mm-hmm. such great teammates with this Girl Scout troop. It's th- pretty fun. I it think we fun. have have a good team. The three yes, of us make a good team. I agree. Uh, <laughs> onward and upward, right? Yep. Only what? Four more years? Four more years. Four more years. Wowza. Two years of Kathy and I just being totally selfless. <laughs> <laughs> Not having a kid in the truth. Just doing it anyway. Because uh-huh. we love our, these kids. It's been yeah. a real blessing. I have to say, yeah. I as the older girls were getting ready for their dinner party badge, they had, they, um, the, their level has a badge called dinner party where they have to uh, plan a dinner party, write a menu, develop a budget for the whole party, for decor, for everything, and then execute it all. And I did nothing. I literally just set up the meetings to do certain steps at each meeting. And then we, we set this dinner party. And I, when they showed up, I said, listen, I'm going to sit on the couch. If you need to know where a pan is in my kitchen, let me know. Other than that, you do you do your thing. And they did the whole thing. They had so much fun. And I keep going, it's just so hard to keep seniors in high school engaged. Yeah. And at the end of the night, I gave them their graduation cords um, and told them that. I was like, I'm just really impressed that the four of you have been doing this since you were in second grade. They started in second grade and are still doing this and enjoying it and really want to be here. That's really great. You should honor that for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like you should make sure that you know that the other three girls in your troop 
you have a bond with those three people you don't have with anybody else on the planet. So that should be honored and respected and valued and cherished forever. And you may not see each other for a long time, but if you ever need help with something, you know you have three other people that you just have this kind mm-hmm. of like, it's not about school. Yeah. It's not about it's not about a sport. It's not about anything other than showing up and learning something and experiencing something with this small group. That's really special. So I think the our level, I mean, not that you're not part of the bigger level, but you're really kind of not. I mean, you just very in very small pockets here and there. But the level that we all do together, the two levels, I feel the same way about those girls. Like they're mm-hmm. just this safe place for all of this big group of girls to go their own separate ways and come back and be in a safe space together. It's so we're so, they're so lucky to have that, you know, and we created it. <laughs> we perpetuate it. Yeah. It's a lot to be proud of. I'm really proud of what we've done with Girl Scouts is, as dorky as that may sound, I think I, I, I like the mindfulness that you all, yes. you two and I bring to this job. Like we've taken on this role to help mold these girls and we take it very seriously and mindfully mm-hmm. where you look at this badge that says eating for beauty and go, well, that sucks. We're not calling it eating yeah. for beauty. That is not what we were teaching these girls. That is not. No. Yeah. And to have some discerning moments within the structure that Girl Scouts gives you. If we do one more damn STEM badge or something like that, we're good. This is not what's happening in this group of girls, right? right? This group of girls needs something different. And I'm glad that we are not so rigid that we have to, Mm -hmm. nee, 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 these steps. Sorry, Girl Scouts, (laughs) but actually just do better. And yeah, do better. You know, that would be great if, if Girl Scouts did, did better. Um, did a little more. Well, I guess it would be hard if you think about it. Not everybody's like we are. Not every leader. I mean, every leader is a volunteer. And so the training that we receive is not about some of this deep, critical thinking, deep work. It's about rules and regs Mm -hmm. and, you know, how you run stuff, but not about the deep thought of like, how are we developing these young ladies? It's like a, you know, point and shoot kind of yeah. Model, which I guess would have to be that way because they don't know who's volunteering in any given right. troop. Every troop brings their, every leader brings their own thing mm-hmm. to the table. And, you know, some kids wouldn't enjoy our troop. Uh, I think so. Um, some kids didn't and they left. Mm-hmm. That's okay. They're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they are skanks. No. <laughs> No, we love them. Those children are all skank. No, of course they're not. I love all of them too. They just weren't interested. I miss a ton of them. Kids moved and kids moved and kids weren't interested. They're not okay. You don't have to be. No, and kids don't think I'm funny, and then they just don't belong. (laughs) No, there's a lot of kids who just grew out of it, just got other interests, and that's completely fine. Um, To be expected. But it's great having a safe space that is just for girls that has nothing to do with their dating life no, and their, yeah. you know, their various interests, which may change and which may isolate them from 
from some friend groups, Mm -hmm. you know, some kids are more into sports, some kids are more into theater, some kids are, you know, Mm -hmm. they're all over the place, but here is one place where they just level the playing field and they're all just there just to be girls and, and And to lean into the dorkiness. And it's not about Mm -hmm. school. Like it's not about accomplishments either. Like we do badge work to, to grow and learn, but not to, nobody's like, Ooh, I have a ton of badges and you don't like, it's a means to an end. Yeah. Right. It's a means to an end, the end being that they have a communal experience that they learn from, that they yes. can do together and enjoy each other and learn from each other. I mean, I think inarguably one of the most uh, fulfilling, maybe, or one of the one of the things they've enjoyed the most is making freaking soap. <laughs> they made soap on that camping trip, uh-huh. talked about it forever. I've heard about it a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I had the older girls make soap. And when we were at the dinner party, uh, Tatum goes, can we do more of like making soap? <laughs> I love the making soap. And then Elizabeth was like, I love the making soap too. That was really fun. I was like, who knew you? I was like, you chop glycerin and microwave it. And then you add color and scent. And that's the extent that's of it. it. Yeah. It's really not. And they just gossiped yeah. and chattered and picked scents together and shopped. And it was so fun to watch. You know what else they really loved recently, which I meant to send you pictures of when, um, the meeting that we did yeah with the, we did like a project runway style oh i missed like, it i was so bummed oh, it was a good one we gave them each a bag and said like and gave them a challenge like the first one was uh, uh like a prom, prom dress. dress yeah yeah but we and gave them like streamers a tablecloth uh like a plastic tablecloth yeah and- like tape and like just household shit and they had yeah. to create something and then they could only use like one material oh, yeah. for the prom dress. And the next one was like a sports fan theme. Uh, yeah. And they could use, they two, could use materials, two materials. And, and they got the, to choose whatever they then wanted. Then the final one was choose your own event and use whatever you have. And Leftover. I mean, some and we also said you can use anything in the yard if it's fallen off of a tree. So some of them used like leaves or, yeah, or flowers. flowers. Yeah. Um, and it was spectacular. They had they had a blast. such a blast. They were much. laughing the whole time, and, and the then trash they trash talking. Oh, oh my god! My god. They were Your so daughter is terrible. Oh my god! <laughs> she would like poke her head around the corner. What are you guys doing? Ours is better. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. Yeah, There's some people closed themselves in the gym so no one could see what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. like oh my god! And then god. we did a fashion it show was, for each round, yeah, and they were like working <laughs> the runway of your backyard. Like it was really cute, and they. They did a great job. Like a some, great job. I mean, some of yeah. these things I was like, wait a minute. How now? How did you do that? Because I'm like, I'd like to do that with fabric. Like, That's awesome. Oh, yeah. don't think I didn't hear about the trash talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So funny. I don't oh, remember God. what I was doing. I had something going. You had a school you had, event. No, it was yeah. the yeah. silent auction. That's right. It was, it was a the silent basket. auction meeting yeah. that I had. I, um, That's right. I knew I had something in the house and I couldn't be back there. So yeah. I was home, but not. Yeah, I, I need to upload the pictures so to Shutterfly because I've got a lot of great pictures That's from awesome. that day. And it was really, really yeah. fun. It was very chill. And they just they loved it. Oh, no. Isla yeah. came in and went, we totally dominated. Yeah. And they would <laughs> do that again sure. like any day. They, yeah, they would. 100%. Loved it. Yes. I should do that with the older you girls. You should do that with the I older should. girls. It was super fun. Because they saw it, didn't they, on their way out? They did. Yes. And they were like, yes, because it was Tatum's birthday. It was Tatum's birthday. And they were making soap, so they ran over, and then I had to leave and go do the silent auction stuff for for school, and then they were walking out as you guys were doing it, and uh, yeah, I'll have to, maybe we'll do that this weekend. 
Um, don't we have a meeting this weekend? Yeah. We do. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a meeting last weekend. Oh, yeah, because they uh, the older girls the are party. Mm-hmm. off first a second. Yeah, yeah. We're off for a second now. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's our big Girl Scout meeting I've been dying to talk about. It was really awesome. It was, it was awesome. an awesome badge. It was really cool. Yeah. So anybody listening, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it on this is to put it in the brain of maybe other troop leaders and put it in the brain of parents, like especially that women's health badge. You can, I believe it is from the CDC. There's just a chart that says at this age, you need this test. At this age, you need this test and what the test is for, why you need it. And some vaccinations, I think, are on that Uh list as well. Was super helpful. Um, so it's something that anybody who has a middle school, high school daughter, probably more like high school, mm-hmm. um, should have a conversation with your daughter about it um, because they knew nothing. No yeah. one in that room knew anything about anything we were discussing, Right, which I found really <laughs> shocking. I thought surely they would have learned some of this in a health class, but no, no. Yeah. none of them knew any of it. It does beg the question, what the hell do they learn in health class? <laughs> Like, I am kind of curious, like, because they didn't know you any know of what? that. Uh, this is what I was told they learned in health class. This is one of my daughters told me this. I don't remember which one. They, they learn anatomy. This is your uterus. These are your fallopian tubes. This is your, this mm-hmm. is where, this is how the re- reproductive system works. Um, this is a, a brief overview of like um, safe sex. Very brief overview about safe sex. But a lot of it is like, here's a man's anatomy. Here's a woman's anatomy. This is how babies are made. Don't do that. You know, put a condom on that. Don't touch that. Moving on. And here's the fallopian tube. Kind of like that. Not about, these are the exams you need. That's interesting. I I know my kids did a lot of the like... Drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, so that did kind that. of stuff. Yep, they did that but too. But I don't know actually about health. About health, but like about health. I don't health. actually know what they learned. No, I don't. My I kids don't did not learn any of that. Especially my Clearly, kids are at an all-girls school. Yeah. They should be talking about women's health and how heart disease looks very different than men's heart disease. Yeah. And there are no symptoms to speak of. So what you need to do to know about this gonna that. be our next meeting um girls so <laughs> let me tell you about my heart attack right <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking and then i can tell them about a colonoscopy and watch them have a heart attack <laughs> so i shit for 12 hours straight i mean like i got there got out of sandy's car and went where's the bathroom <laughs> I, okay, here's your robe to put on. Where's the bathroom? And I'm then hook they you put a the camera ID. in your... Where's the bathroom? I need to go to the bathroom. And then they put... They, she already put the IV in and I go, kind of still have to go to the bathroom. And she went, well, I can walk you there with the thing in your arm, the thing, the bag thing, if you need to. And I was like, how much longer? Because I'm sure they're going to clean it out. And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, you don't need to worry about it. If you can wait like five minutes, you'll be under. And I was like, okay, let's hope. Because it was dicey. It was dicey. At a certain point, there was like, yes, yeah, coming out, like it or not. Like it or not. It's just, but so we could tell them that and then watch them. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> but that's not women specific. So, no. So we didn't go into that. Thank didn't God. Didn't go into that. <laughs> then we might have lost them forever. <laughs> 
Could you imagine? <laughs> I can just imagine them in college, like talking, you know, they're all hanging out in the dorms. Oh, I was a Girl Scout. I remember Girl Scouts. It's Girl Scout cookie season. They're all like eating their Girl Scout cookies. Oh, were you a Girl Scout? Oh, yeah, I was a Girl Scout. Oh, my God. Our leaders told us about pap smears and yeast infections. And thank God, because I knew what it was. Everyone else is like, what? We didn't do a badge on that. It's this badge with stirrups on it. Just two stirrups. No body, just the two stirrups. Could you imagine? Maybe we should do that as a make your own badge. Oh, my God. Just a yeast packet. <laughs> That's just wrong. Oh we could God. each give them a packet of yeast and say, now just I'm pin it on the rest. <laughs> but you got to keep it light. You got to keep it light. Well, thanks for talking about it. So now I don't have anything to talk to you about. <laughs> Ever again. I mean, I'm all out. It's just book club. That's it. We should. We, we better should. come up with something good for the next four years then. I know, right? We're in trouble. Oh, we'll do something else scandalous in Girl Scouts, I'm sure. <laughs> that won't be the last. Yeah, give us time. Huh? Give us a little time, yeah. <laughs> it's a little time. Well, it's a pleasure to see you guys every time. I feel like this is the only time I get to see you. I see you more than I see you, but I never get to see you. I wish we, I wish we had more time to just go to lunch, you know? I feel yeah. like if we didn't do this, we didn't see each other at all. <laughs> Except Girl Scouts. And then we're just mm-hmm. in and out. So... Yeah. Thanks for reading the book. I'm looking forward to the Nickel Boys. That's going to be a good read, I think. Yeah. yeah. Six hours, we can do that. Um, see you next week for that one. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. But next week. Um, and then think mm-hmm. about any other genres you're interested in. That's historical fiction. But mm-hmm. we're kind of down to the end. And then we can just read whatever. Right? I don't know if that's better or worse, though. We have just as much trouble when it's just whatever. I mean, maybe we can look at some of the recommendations. I think we should look at some of the recommendations. I think I need an example. I wouldn't mind an autobiography. I feel like I haven't read one of those in a while. Although, I, I mean, read one a long time. Miss Pat, but that was a while ago. Yeah, but it I was. I don't know. A, that's really a an. Yeah. Right. It was, yeah, more memoir ish, even though it was called, isn't it called the autobiography of Miss Pat? Yeah. But uh, it was very memoir esque. Yes. You yeah. know, the problem with autobiography is that they're often very, very long. So, yes, they are. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. just have to okay, hunker good down. No, we'll just have or to find one that's maybe not as long. Yeah. Or find at a time that seems like a reasonable time to hunker down. We dowie. We'll have plenty of time to read. <laughs> Shit. Now we'll be working on natural dye and learning to crochet. And yeah. My dad is so funny. He's he. They have done so much work at that house in preparation for these girls because it's work they've wanted to do and have had no like deadline, no reason, no push. Mm-hmm. So they're doing all this work and um, he's asked all their neighbors to borrow kayaks. So he has like eight, but he said, my goal is to get 13. So if there's 13 girls, wouldn't it be amazing to just stand on that dock and see 13 kayaks out in the lake? Just jabbering and talking and paddling. Has Papa Jay been a Girl Scout leader for 10 years now? I know, right? (laughs) Seriously. He's pretty adorable. He's so excited. And my Aunt Carol keeps posting about it on her Facebook. So we're getting ready for these 13 girls from LA (laughs) to come and to Lake. So we're doing this work at the lake (laughs) to get ready for these 13 girls. She keeps saying 13 girls, 13 girls. So, um, 
That's it's awesome. nice to see that they're so excited. I have such a good family. I'm so grateful for that whole side of my family. Everybody in that family is like that. Everybody. They're just like, yeah, come on. My cousin was even, my cousin reached out to see just when we were coming. He had no idea about Girl Scouts. And I told him we're bringing the Girl Scouts. He's like, oh, you want to put them in the river? and float the river and I was like that might be in the high risk activity of Girl Scouts that may not qualify and I'm not sure you'd be allowed to carry a gun so maybe we'll wait on that one and I'll just go with my family I can see him show up with his gun on his belt and our entire troop go like ah is that real and then texts go home well we floated the river with a shirtless man wearing a gun on his belt and they're like I'm coming home right now. It's over. <laughs> we haven't been fired from Girl Scouts before that. We definitely would be fired. For the Pabst Beer Talk. That may be the final straw. It may be coming. Anyway, well, thank you guys for coming. And until next time. Until next time.